Well, you know what, Chad? What, Cameron? Is your, wait, is your name Chad or Chaz? No, it's with a D. My name is a meme now, by the way, and it's weird. And I think we've talked about this before, but it's still... It's still weird. Well, you know what, Chad? Uh, um, I think opinions are cheap. Yeah. Like, there, there was some article going around about uh, the incels on Reddit, like, getting plastic surgery to look like the, the best Chad they can look like. And, and then someone was like, I feel like Chad is an attainable, unattainable scale. Like, they're never going to reach peak Chad. And I'm just sitting here like, I'm awful to look at. I'm not good at football. I'm uh, somewhat of an alcoholic. I'm not peak anything. So it's funny. Uh, for this listeners die. at home, right before we started recording, we're literally Googling phrases that mean unsexy. Because <laughs> we're trying to label this phenomenon. <laughs> You're not wrong. We were doing that. And I settled on off-putting as the best way to describe mm-hmm. unsexy. I feel like if you want better pudding, you should put a whipped cream on it. Because then it's not off-putting, it's on-pudding. I think that only works for banana pudding. Hmm. I've never had banana. I don't like bananas. Well, okay. That's I, good. I, I wish I did. They're really good for you. They're easy to buy. They have a decent shelf life. I just I think they taste gross. So, okay, it's fu- it's kind of funny. You're talking about how self-conscious you are when people use your name. I'm not self-conscious, I just think it's weird. And how, like, ugly and horrible you are, and uh-huh. you think about it every time you see a- your name come up. Or look in the mirror. I, I don't was a vampire, my- I wouldn't have that problem. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I wish I was a vampire. I don't want to see myself in the mirror anymore. It's a weird That's thing, just- like, like, everyone's just like, oh, it's how you tell, but the vampires are like, this is a superpower. Unless they're, like, trying to put eyeshadow on or something. If you're a vampire, who gives a fuck? I love... I think that's always one of my favorite little comedy bits whenever there's a vampire and they have, like, a routine. Uh, like, here's their here's their bathroom routine when they're brushing their teeth. And, with, and it's like them looking in a mirror even though they can't see anything. Mm-hmm. It always makes me giggle because it's like, oh, I, I appreciate the lore. They have to brush their teeth, right? Like, they're still going to wake up with morning breath. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm confused on vampires that, like... Vampires are typically undead, right? I think so. So I don't know if... I don't understand how, how teeth work. Do that... Like, as that ages... They must, like... Because they have to drink blood to survive. So there has to be something going on in them. But they, well, yeah, they clip but their it's fingernails. Like the, the magic that keeps them animated corpses... Sure. Does that also provide dental benefits? I guess the real thing is... is can they taste and smell? Because I, I typically they have good good senses of smell, and I just feel like you would you'd smell your morning breath and you'd be like, oh, "Fuck, I need some Listerine right now." Well, you don't you don't smell your own breath that much. You yeah, but they have heightened sense of smell. Like they they totally will smell their own breath. So I love. There's a hidden book in um in World of Warcraft in the Death Knight starting zone. There's a place you can look and you find this book and it's the only way to get it, and it's like it's health tips for Death Knights. And oh, it's that's like, cute. welcome to your new undead body. Here's the things you'll have to do to, if you want to, like, preserve your body as long as possible. Because you're you're literally decomposing. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just turn into a skeleton and not look like a human anymore. So it's like, well, here's a little handy book if you want to look your best. Can you actually read it, or is it just kind of a flavor item? Yeah, there's, no, there's a couple pages to it. And it kind of implies that there's more pages. 
Mm. And it's it's cute, but it also comes up a lot in like Death Knight roleplay where people ask questions about logistics and it's like, well, actually, it's supported by the lore. If you if you find this book in a starting zone, it explains that you have to do things like brush your teeth. I mean, it just makes sense. Like, I, I feel like even if you were a vampire, you'd still want to be clean. Like, you'd still take a shower, right? Like, do they, do they sweat? What's well, the thing? I don't think they sweat, but also. They they probably gather dust because it's possible they like sleep for long periods. Like if they if you just get your dusty old coffin and you sleep for a week and you come out, you're gonna be kind of dusty and that'll stick to you funny. And it, it's a it's a different kind of smell. Sure. Maybe you want to get the undead smell off of you and freshen up. I, I just I just I've never seen a lot of vampires like bathe or anything unless it's like in a porno or, or True Blood where it's like a sexy bath. They're gonna get in and fuck. But I feel like there's a lot of utilitarian things. Like, like their hair is still going to get dirty. Like, I don't know if their, like, scalp secretes, like, oil and grease anymore. But I, I feel like you just get, like, dirt and bugs in there regardless. Like, what if you're a vampire and you got, like, head lice? So that's another, like, cringy thing that comes up in Warcraft RP. Is uh, there's always... Uh, <laughs> you can you can always find the Death Knight whose, like, backstory is that they, they died while they were pregnant. So they have, like, a baby corpse in them. Huh. And they're, like, consciously aware of it at all times. And it's like, you know what? You don't have to describe that in your backstory. I don't know. I feel like there's an interesting story there. It just doesn't take well, place in Warcraft RP. I think there's an interesting story there if you touch on it. Like, if you naturally get to a talking point. Mm-hmm. When there's five people in the room and four of them have that description, it's like, okay, one of you saw that and thought it was the coolest idea ever. And no one here has any good ideas, so you just copied it. Sure. Because a lot of that, I there's so much... The hardest part of finding roleplay in Warcraft is people that don't acknowledge limits to the lore. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen people in Orgrimmar roleplaying as Alliance characters. And it's like, they'll just walk into the, the bar... And they're like, okay, uh, canonically, I'm actually a high elf. I, I just it, you have to acknowledge me as a high elf. And I'm not against that, but you can't just stroll into a bar while we're in the middle of like a war that's very racially charged. But hey, guys, I'm actually a high elf, and no one gives a fuck. It's it's stupid, dude. I would be a high elf, but I would like carry around a marijuana, and I'd be a well. Stick. And that's the thing; you could do that. Yeah. Oh, did you see? Now you can make blood elves that don't have green eyes. Oh, neat. Now they I can guess. have gold eyes. And I cool. guess there's some lore significance there that I don't even know. Uh, I like the idea of a vampire just like getting bitten by mosquitoes and they turn into vampire mosquitoes. I don't know what that would mean for a mosquito. Like If they bit someone else, no. would they pass along the blood or would they just die? I like the idea of a vampire being bit by a mosquito and it becomes a were-mosquito. But isn't that like half-human, half-mosquito? So yeah. The vampire changes or the mosquito changes? No, the vampire. Okay. Now, when the vampire looks at a full moon, he like he grows a big old nose and goes, Ooh, I'm embarrassed because I don't look that great. He <laughs> grows a proboscis. Probesis. Probosis? I, I can't. He grows up, yeah, a big old nose. Big old, little, big old little, pointy nose. Little party thing. He goes, whoop, when you blow it. That'd be, yeah, that'd be kind of funny. Uh, you're, you're an artist. You could do this as a webcomic. Did I send you that Womp comic yesterday? Yeah, it was really funny. I love that comic strip. That's in fact that might be my glad space if you go to wompcomic.com. But gla- yesterday's he's like sitting on the couch. He's like, I have to think of a comic to draw. 
and then his his inspiration is there. It's like we could do a comic about how fat you are, or how lonely you are, or how you're losing your hair, or how disappointing your life turned out. And then the next panel is him just like sitting there crying for a while, and then he's still crying. He's like, yeah, those are pretty funny. It, it's such a you thing to share. Like I, I immediately <laughs> thought of you when you, obviously because you sent it to me, but also it's just like this is the most on brand Cameron joke. <laughs> So th- this is the thing. I stopped doing my last comic strip because of this. Oh, really? Yeah, my um, I can't remember what I even called. Oh, you know what I called it? I called it opinion comic. I thought it was uh something else. No, because I think I still have my old files here. Um, yeah, I stopped doing opinion comic because I discovered um, Womp. Was a com- okay. It was. I'm sorry. It was opinioncomic.com, but I guess I called it so much for my opinion. Yeah, that's what it was called. So I stopped doing that because I discovered Womp, and it's like, oh, he's doing the exact same material I'm doing, except he takes the time to color his. Sure. And it's like, well, I may as well just stop because best case scenario, someone will just compare me to a better comic. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was like really that was a long time ago though. So I mean, yeah, your your first attempt or foray into to web comics and comedy and stuff, you it's gonna be your first attempt, right? Like like your new stuff, I think is more interesting. There's more of a narrative to it, which is nice. I feel like that was like my third attempt, and I'm on four or five now. Oh, but yes, I mean the the point is progress is good. Yes. Uh. Uh, Yay, noises. Um, We filled a good ten minutes. Did we? No. Fuck. So, I I wish that I had a fursona. I have one because you drew me one. But I just can't, like, settle on one thing. And is that, like, is there such a thing as, like, furry ADD or something? I feel like most of them are combinations of animals with wings and different colors, right? Like... Just, just start throwing shit together. Yeah, typically they'll settle on something, though. Yeah, it's I got called this Sparkle friend. Dog. Yeah, I got this friend who does this amazing, um, uh, what is, that's what's that Pokemon? Vaporeon. Okay. They got this really great Vaporeon fursuit. And just Vaporeon is their number one thing. They just love Vaporeon so much. That's their thing. That's their character. That's their avatar everywhere. And it's like, man, I really wish I could just settle on one thing, mm-hmm. and I just can't. I don't know. I feel like I feel like not being able to is better than being like, man, I'm gonna put all my eggs in the Vaporeon basket because <laughs> <laughs> I have it on good authority that that Pokemon is 85% cum. <laughs> so that's the person that actually showed me that picture. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because we both like Vaporeons. So like, hey, Cameron, I thought I found a picture you'll appreciate. Nice. Ah, that's funny. I cannot find their pictures now. I'm in their Discord. They put it. I'm still using that picture you drew for me as my Facebook thing. Yeah, why? I don't know. I like it. When uh, when the music's out, I'm going to change it to that, probably. But for now, I don't mind the... Uh... I gotta finish that art, I think. Yeah, it'll be cool. I've been watching mastering tutorials and stuff, trying to figure out how I'm going to do that, because I don't know how to do that. And uh, the one I've been watching is interesting because it's by the, the dude that does it. I don't totally care for his personality. He's one of those, like, before every tutorial, I'm going to just, like, film my face and talk for a bit. And it's not going to be useful. 
and it's going to be super unscripted, and he's going to make verbal mistakes like I just did when I said super instead of super. And um, and, so, and he, I don't know, he's younger. He's got this kind of like just I just kind of find him annoying, but he also knows his shit really well. And so it's just like okay, I got to get past the annoying bits, and he's actually going to teach me stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching him master a track, and it's an hour long video, and he's doing things that. I never would have thought to do, and he's using plugins in a way I never would have thought to do. And part of me is just like, so many other guys are just like, you don't want to do too much when you master, because you, ideally you mixed it right, and it's, you don't have to do much, you use light touch. And this guy's kind of going all out. But I feel like his result is really good, and so I don't know who to believe anymore. But his tutorial is easy to follow, and he's using plugins I have. So I'm just like, well... The worst comes to worst, I waste a couple hours seeing if what he does works or not for me. But uh, I'm intrigued, and I'm hoping I'm hoping it helps me. Well, I hope too. Like he basically like he's using this plugin. I was like, "What are you doing I with don't... that? You shouldn't put that on there." And he's like, "Oh, actually, you're using it wrong, kind of thing. This is how it works." And it's like, "Oh fuck." I don't know how to do any audio stuff. Yeah, it's um really hard to to not accidentally like start using a lot of uh, terminology that no one's going to understand. But, uh, I'm slowly but surely getting there. I don't need to be amazing at it, I just need to be competent. That's true. And if that's your goal, I think you can reach it. Yeah, like, I'm never going to make money off it. I, that, I, I feel like that would be tiresome. Um, and just, just see, seeing people who do that being like, man, there's a lot of downsides to this job, like, most musicians are stupid or annoying. It's like, yeah, I just kind of, I just want to do my own stuff and maybe like my brothers or friends or something. I don't want to rely on this as a source of income. I think that would be really frustrating. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's hard to say, too, like what'll take off or what won't. Because mm-hmm. I've seen like very dumb things that aren't worth money get a lot of attention. Sure. And vice versa. Yep. Yeah, the internet's weird that way. Oh, I saw I saw something interesting the other day. Um, like Mega sixty four is having their game days every year, and mm-hmm. they're doing a uh, the for June fourth. They're doing sixty four day where they have a bunch of like special stuff going on. And I realized how they hit this really perfect middle ground between becoming too popular, but also they're popular enough that they're self sustaining. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because like. I really, I really, really hate Rooster Teeth now. Sure. I just, I can't enjoy anything they put out. Like, it's just, it's not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's so much of it, and it's it's spread out so thin, and it's just not what it used to be. And then I can watch old Mega64 stuff, and it makes me as happy as new stuff. Sure. I feel like Mega64 of age, like, their, their content has just, like, gotten better because they've learned how to do better things. Like, they learn how to perfect their one craft, whereas Rooster Teeth is like, we do a thousand crafts now. But half of them are people playing video games and talking, which I have zero interest in. And then they're doing, like, a new anime thing. And I remember seeing a trailer for that and being kind of like, I can't tell if this looks like shit or not, because it's, it's stylized, but I don't know if I really like the style. And, uh, they, you know, it, it seems like an anime, but it's got English voice acting, so I'm already kind of turned off. And then it's like, oh, buy Rooster Teeth. And it's just like, I don't I don't know what to think, right? Like, And I'm not interested enough to watch it, so clearly the trailer didn't do its job for me. Yeah. And 
I remember listening to their podcast a lot when I was working some shitty jobs, and I really, really enjoyed it, and so it was kind of neat seeing them get big, but as I have less and less time for podcasts, like, one of the ones I definitely cut out of the rotation is theirs. Like, I feel like I have better places I can go for that kind of audio content. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, they're one of the ones I kind of cut sooner than later. Well, they, 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 their host makeup is way different today than it was, you know, like five years ago or six years ago, well, too. Yeah, exactly. It's changed so drastically. It's kind of strange, almost, how... They're mostly the same people, but they just aren't offering the same product anymore. Sure. And it's mostly because they have correctly adapted to their audience and the market and everything. It's like, I think back when they started, there weren't machinima tools. Like, it was a novelty to record Halo footage and, like, dub over a comedy to it. Right. And now there's, like, a million of these because that's a genre. Mm-hmm. And it's And it's also so much easier to do than it used to be. Like, the camera tools that they put into Halo 3 literally, like, reinvented how they do their show. And it's, uh, it's cool. It's neat watching their progress over the years. But it's just so weird how a lot of their stuff seems aimed at, like, 12-year-olds. And it's sure. kind of like, it's kind of like when you grow out of Pokemon, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I really like Pokemon when I was younger. And then you, you play the new Pokemon game, it's for children. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not a child anymore. And when the Rooster Teeth guys are aging, and you identify with their life, but they're still putting out content for 12-year-olds, it's like, oh, well, this feels a little more awkward, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I remember really liking Bernie and Gus and, and Gavin when I was, you know, when they when I was into the podcast. And yeah. for some reason, like, I don't hate them now, but I don't need to listen to them every week. Or I'll skip weeks, or, you know... If I'm going to listen to a Rooster Teeth podcast, I'm not going to go back to the the one I'm, I left off on. I'm just going to listen to the newest one and be done with it. And if I don't listen to the whole thing, I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Whereas, like, uh, someone like Jim Sterling, who I kind of discovered around the same time, uh, I really try to follow his podcast, mostly because they're, they're a branch of comedy I like. But there's just something about the way his personality has evolved that that I kind of relate to more. Like, oh, it's like we've we've been through stuff together whereas like i don't think gus has really changed much in the last 10 years other than like he's got more work to do but he's also got people to help him with it like i don't know there's something static about it maybe that i just don't it's not as uh enticing or like you know the comedy buttons and other podcasts i listen to those people are really different now than when they started that show they're completely different people there are some online groups that i feel like when you discover something it's really fun to see their whole work Mm mm-hmm and when you're following them, I feel like you have about a year's worth where it feels like that. But there's a point where these comedy groups are around for like five or six years. And it becomes really interesting to read a conversation of fans critiquing it when they have to break things down. It's like these are people's lives, but it's like, well, you know, uh, Ted was uh, Ted was a lot more laid back before he got married. And then after the divorce, it's like he's just depressed all the time. And yeah. it's like, man, this this guy has been through a lot. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's had a life that has been on camera for a long time, mm-hmm. and these people are like critiquing that the, they're just not funny anymore. Now they're selling T-shirts and streaming Minecraft and uh, getting uh, gender reassignment surgery. Everything's changed, and it's like, okay, that's a lot in one mouthful. Yeah, I like how they put streaming Minecraft like pretty high up in that list of things too. 
Well, to be you fair, know, you know, I think some lead. people. <laughs> it's it, well, it's kind of like uh, Chris O'Neill doesn't like to do uh, cartoons anymore because the work that goes into animating is just not at all worth the payout, and it's a lot of work, and people just kind of critique this. Oh, it's kind of funny. But then if you stream Minecraft for 10 minutes, you make more money than that cartoon ever will. Right. And it's like, well, you know, you kind of have to go with it sometimes. Well, it's like Aaron Hansen, um, or the, uh, no, what, what the fuck was his YouTube Game Grumps. Yeah, the Game Grumps Eagle guy. Raptor. Eagle Raptor. Like, I remember, you know, getting introduced to him over his cartoons and then eventually his uh, kind of in-depth critique of older video games. And it's like, oh, this guy... Definitely has thoughts and, and opinions and stuff that I, I I get with like when it comes to game design. Like he, he, I don't always agree with him, but I get where he's coming from. Yeah. And now and now he's just like, oh, him and his friend play video games, and sometimes they do lie like more live action stuff where they like fuck around with baking supplies or whatever. But I don't know. It, it's I miss the older stuff. If he was still doing the older stuff, I'd still be watching. But I he also would not be as near as popular as he is. And, you know, it's funny, he, he got kind of popular at one point and was still doing cartoons. And what's uh, what's a little depressing is that one of his later cartoons was, um, it was The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Do you remember that one? I think so. Where, like, Link's father is dying. It's like, before you die, I have to tell you the secret. Uh, Zelda, it, Zelda's your, uh, and then he dies. And then it starts playing like Ren and Stimpy music, and Link's like, "Zelda's my what? Zelda's my what? Like, can I can I do things or not?" <laughs> and it's a it's a cute gag, and it's a short little thing, and all the comments are, "You're just using Ren and Stimpy music. This is just Ren and Stimpy music. Uh, it's just stupid." And he he didn't understand what the critique even was. Sure. Like that comment is there a thousand times, and he's literally asked like. What is wrong with using Ren Stimpy music? And no one will answer. It's just they recognize it, so they go, I recognize that. That means it's not new. And it's like, after working on it, <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm just going to yell at video games then. Sure. Yeah, I definitely don't blame him. It, it, I don't know, it kind of reminds me too of like, of like bands that really change their sound over the years and their fans get mad. And in some cases, there's maybe like this legitimate critique where they're like, okay, the they needed to appeal to a wider audience to just sustain themselves because what they were doing wasn't bringing in the money. But also, like, like you look at like a band that, like, Disturbed, who I think have been around since 98 or 99. Uh, they're, they're adults. They have kids. Like, yeah, they're not making the same kind of music they did when they were in their 20s or, or late teens. Like, they grew up. And the fact that, like, they'll put out a new song and people will be really mad, like, Oh, how dare he he sing this way? Why isn't he angry like in in this sickness? And it's like because he's not a child anymore. <laughs> you know, like like there's a legitimate reason why he's uh singing about different things and, and playing music in a different way. Like he's an adult. He's got a fucking mortgage. Oh, I love Patton Oswald. Patton's great. Do you remember that comedy routine he had about um? The Guns N' Roses. No, I don't think I ever saw that one. So, it, it, well, he I think he was making jokes about aging and getting older and stuff. And uh, and he was comparing, like, when he started doing stand-up versus where he is now and how it's just things are different and reflecting on some stuff. But he brought up this great example of the Guns N' Roses reunion they had. Did you see that? 
I I know they had a reunion. They've they've had more than one, right? They well they they had one. It was kind of it was relatively recent. I want to say like, oh boy, when was this? I'm like trying 20, to look it up. Twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen, maybe. Well, it was before that, but it's anyways. They had a reunion, and Pat was talking about how like <laughs> they. It's so cool that they're like, oh, they're getting back together and I still play the music, and it's like, they're really, like, doing it. But it's also, like, they didn't realize how much they aged either. Oh, sure. And, like, one of the songs starts playing, and, and like, the, the lights are flashing, getting the, the crowd all, like, pumped up, and then, like, Axl Rose, like, runs out. And he and it's like, Axl Rose now has, like, Patton Oswald's physique. Oh. <laughs> so, so he, like, runs out, and it's like, yeah, let's play. Let's play. <coughs> hey, welcome to the jungle. Uh, get the running game. No, 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 And it's like I've had those moments <laughs> where I'll do something that I could do ten years ago that I took for granted, and it's like, oh no. I'm only 30. I'm, I want to treat myself a little better so I don't feel like this when I'm 50 and I can't oh, sit man. anymore. That you is know what I mean? fucking fear I have. Like, <laughs> I am not... I've never been in, like, the best shape, to be fair. But, like, I'm 30. My arms are not... I, I really need to get into working out now because if I don't, I'm probably going to die young and I'm going to be miserable when I do. Granted, there are some days where I don't mind the idea of dying young, but not, like, miserably. I want to... I wanna, I want to just shoot myself like a like an adult, um, but like like uh, in my twenties, I could drink a lot, and then I'd maybe be hungover, but in a couple hours I'd be fine. You know, like you wake up at eight, you throw up, you take a shit, and then by like nine thirty, you're like, you know, we could probably start drinking again if we really wanted to. And now I have to like really pace myself when I drink because hangovers are terrible, and I'm only thirty; they're only gonna get worse, and uh. We're just, like, staying up late. Like, I used to be able to stay up to, like, 2 in the morning playing video games, and now if it's, like, 12.30, I'm just like, fuck me, I need to go to bed, I am super tired. Man, so... Uh, I have these weird moments where... Like, well, I'm in a couple discords with with some fun guys, but sometimes, like, age will creep in and shock everybody. Sure. Because someone will, like, say, Guys, it, today's my birthday, I can finally drink. Oh, God. And then everybody else is like, I'm 40. Like, I thought I was talking to another 40-year-old. And, and they're like, what? You're 40? <laughs> I thought you were cool. And it's like these weird moments. But there's this one guy I hang out with sometimes. And it, like we'll just sort of like voice chat while we're doing whatever. And it's kind of strange because he, he works this late shift where he closes out the bakery or wherever he works. Um, And I don't know what time it is where he lives. But for me, it'll be like 10 o'clock, and I'm just so tired. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, 10 o'clock, I'm going to go to bed. I have work in the morning. And then he'll log on. It's like, dude, Cameron, get on voice chat. I want to talk. I just got home from work. And it's like, dude, I know you just got home from work, but I got to go to bed. It's like, what, what do you mean? It's like, it's only 10. And it's like, okay, no, I get you work later. I work in the morning. And I have to explain this to him. I've done this like five times. Sure. Where it's like, dude, I'm going to sleep because I need to go to sleep. That's that's how this conversation is going, and it's very funny to me that he just he can't process that someone will go to sleep at ten. What? I have, a, I have coworkers that go to sleep at like eight or nine, 
but they also mm-hmm. get up at like five in the morning. And so it's like, okay, I get that. You only have to explain that to me once, you know. But then I tell them I go to bed at like 11. They're like, that's crazy. And it's like, yeah, but I get up at like 10 to 7. So I still get basically eight hours of sleep. Like, it's it works out. Yeah. He says as he goes. We record very late. Yeah. It's 5.50 here. The aging thing's weird. Like, I mean, like, the podcast I do with Jean-Luc and Alex, they're both like eight years younger than me. And yeah, they're both gross. Typically, it's fine, and every once in a while, it's just like, oh my god, I'm talking to children. <laughs> Hi, Jean Luc and Alex. I know you listen to this show now. Fucking their weirdos. Their hands are always sticky with candy. <laughs> it's gross. Or like, I guess maybe a better example would be having this writing Discord. There's some really good people there. There's good advice, but um, the age range between all of us is really weird. Where there's like some like 19 year olds, and there's like some 50 year olds. And so every once in a while we're just like competing who's the oldest and like the young kid guys are just like what the fuck is wrong with you people? And then the, then the young kids will start talking about anime and it's just like Jesus when did all these kid weebs show up? And why are they here? Because they're bothering me with their bad taste in anime. And I don't know it's... I mean it's kind of neat that like an interest can invite all of us together, right? Well it can be. I, I think what's weird to me is is sometimes you don't realize what the interest is because sometimes it's like I'll be in like an art discord and it's because there's a uh, some artist I know has a discord. So it's like, oh, well, I like their art. I'll like join in here. And then I realize, oh, I don't have anything in common with a single other person in this room. Mm-hmm. And I have to leave because I can't take it anymore. Oh, here's the thing about age. Fuck. So we got this guy at work. He started off as an intern. I, I think he's like done with high school but he might still be in high school he was doing um programming stuff because he that was he was gonna go to school for that and he's learned a lot of that in his spare time basically what my brother did when he was in high school and uh, I, I i've been seeing him with the head of it lately and it turns out he's been working on uh creating this thing to find uh marks and flaws in the parts we make and he's using ai to do it so he's training you know this robot or whatever this this piece of software like, what flaws look like so it can find him really fast because he's using, like, a 4K camera or an 8K camera or whatever. And so he went from being an intern to working on probably one of the most important projects in the company just because he taught himself how to do it in his spare time and thought it would be fun to see if he could to now he works full-time at at this company and is on salary. And he's, like, 19. And I'm just like, wow, when I was 19, I was drinking a ton and playing video games and majoring in English, baby. Uh, what the fuck? Like, I'm more, I'm like, I'm not mad at myself. I feel like I did it the right way, and I feel like he's doing it the wrong way and making everybody look bad that wants to just slack off while they're young. And it's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it works that way Why, why aren't you underage drinking? Come on, break some laws. Because I, I, and I still don't know how my brother, like, I, he got a job that was, like, so brain dead easy that the reason he quit the company was out of boredom okay. and he just like instantly got a job that paid more and this is all like much faster than the rate i'm climbing in my career and i'm like actually working hard sure and it's not to say that he doesn't work hard but the what's being asked of him is low okay and it's kind of like it's i'm not i'm not jealous of him as much as i'm confused at how it worked out well, that's the thing, right? Like, it's all random bullshit for a lot of it. Like, it's who you know, it's 
Um, I know that big thing is like if you want to raise, you should quit your job and maybe even jump fields. And it's like, well, that's that's annoying. <laughs> job hunting sucks. Yeah, it does. But like this kid at that at work, right? Like, like there's like he's that story that you sometimes hear about, like, oh, this kid applied himself, he taught himself that new technology in his bedroom while he was drinking the Mountain Dew, and now he's working at a company and making, you know, five figures or six figures or probably not six. Uh, place I work at is pretty cheap, but you know, and it's just like, yeah, but like ninety nine percent of the people aren't that aren't that kid. It, it, it's just weird to like like to see him and it'd be like impressed, but also like. A little, a little mad. Yeah. Then I wonder if that's like a shitty response to have, right? Like you, you see someone that does something well, makes something good for themselves, and I'm just like, fuck him. And I, and I do that personally way more than I wish I did. And I know I'm doing it when it happens, but it doesn't change as a fact. Like, like someone's like, oh, I got, I got my story published in a magazine. I was like, fuck you. How dare you? Oh my goodness. This is the best thing ever. I'm so not to break our conversation up. No, the conversation is me being a bitter piece of shit. We can change it. So, on on Final Fantasy, they're having a big casino event, and you can get a, a emote that makes you walk like one of those dumb cactus people. Oh yeah, I love money and gold and dancing cacti. <laughs> All of those things, huh? All of those things are here at the same time. You know I what I need it. to do for your birthday is get you a stripper and have her dress up like a dancing cacti honestly i would kind of appreciate that i wonder how much that would cost i i mean the costume would be hard i feel like if you provide the costume getting someone to actually do it isn't actually the hard part Mm -hmm. oh here's a question did you see the the dark crystal uh trailer Oh, you know what? I was supposed to. My friend sent that to me. Because that's what I was watching before we started this show, and I was like, oh, I gotta watch this real quick. How does it look? I saw they're using puppets. It looks gorgeous. I, I, I think the, the, the whatever species of elf they are are still creepy as shit. Gelfling. <laughs> yeah, not a fan. Everything else looks amazing, I like the, though. I like the way Agra talks. She's like, hmm, Gelfling, I'm not Yoda. I speak in normal language. <laughs> I'm just cryptic. Mm. This actually is gorgeous. Yeah. It... I'm loving the color choices. It it actually looks like Dark Crystal. It's interesting because it looks like how I think Dark Crystal was supposed to look. I have no idea if the original looks like that good. Oh. Have you ever watched it? I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, I haven't watched it in like It's on Netflix. You can just watch years. it. Eh. Oh, dude, that looks so good. I was never a fan of the original because a lot of the character designs kind of freaked me out. Yeah, that's kind of the fun, though. I know, but as an adult, I just don't really care. Like, if I want to watch something that's going to freak me out, I want it to be just like a proper horror movie. It's kind of... Okay, so we're talking about being sad and growing old. Mm-hmm. I... Oh, dude, I'm loving how this looks. They're doing such a good job. You know, maybe Skeksis can be a good persona. I'll make a Skeksis OC. Oh man, and then you can uh, you can draw naked and be like, now it's a sexies. Which is the laziest joke I could have made, and I made it anyways. And I did it yeah, for but you, it's fair. you listeners. You are Richard. It. Yeah, yeah, Richard. We haven't brought uh, up Richard in a while. Hi, Richard. Hi, Richard. Oh, Richard told me that he'd sent an email in. Oh. Let's open that up. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Google. Uh, opinions are cheap. 
at gmail.com. The inbox is empty. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> okay, so what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't oh, even we're... know why that's funny. <laughs> we were talking about being sad yes. and growing old. So I went and saw Dumbo yesterday. That movie has no like plot or point to it. Oh, really? No- nothing happens. I don't know what the point of the movie was. Huh. And it's so... This is my review. It teeters constantly between depressing and joyless. Neat. That's kind of what the... That's it. It really set the tone for the whole movie. Uh, One of the first scenes is the train pulling into the station. And all the people are getting off the train. And the kids are there. And there's kids and they're waiting and they're looking. Where? Where? I, I can't see in the crowd. Where? And they're just looking, and all the pe- families are reunited, and people are getting off the train, doing business, and blah, blah. and then the like the steam kind of clears a bit, and the crowd clears a bit, and there's their dad, and he's he's in his army uniform because he's back from war, and say, like, oh dad, and they're running to him, and then he turns, so that you can see he lost an arm, and then the kids both stop in their tracks, and they're like disappointed, and I I was so confused how to read the scene, like I did not understand what the problem was. Are the, are, the, are the two kids uh, male? No. Okay, because I was going to make an inappropriate jerk-off joke, which I guess I still could. You could. It's just like, you know, like, oh man, he can't he can't masturbate us at the same time, he's only got the one arm. And it's yeah, funny because no, they're still, kids. You can still make that joke. That okay, works. I'm not going to make that joke. For the record, everybody, I didn't actually make that joke. I talked about making it, but then realized that that would be gross and no one would want to hear it, so I didn't make it. Thank you for restraining yourself, Chad. I'm glad. I'm glad this worked out super well. Sometimes I wish I had it in this show, but I don't. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> so anyways. What movie are we even talking about? Because you cut out when you said it. Dumbo. Oh, okay. Dumbo. It's awful. I never would have guessed Dumbo. I was like, I'm just going to nod until I figure out what movie it is. And I was like, you know what? That's, you know, that's funny because normally you should be able to guess. But if I were to continue the plot, you might not guess. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell who the bad guy is because I thought it was Danny DeVito, and then like by the end he's not really the bad guy, and I, and the plot's not about animal abuse. But then at the end, Danny DeVito opens a circus where they they don't abuse the animals, and it's like that's this is the first time you've brought that up in the last thirty seconds of the movie, <laughs> and it was cool. I was in a theater by myself. The only people in there was a mom and her daughter, and halfway through they left. Oh, nice. So I had the whole theater to myself. I don't know what the movie was about. It was so it was so all over the place. I think the best part is just the art design that like when Dumbo's in his creepy clown makeup. That's the oh, yeah, highlight. He just put on creepy clown makeup, doesn't he? It's it's so <laughs> it's so funny how depressing it looks. And I love Tim Burton specifically for this clown makeup design. Sure. And that's it. Just Google image Dumbo Clown, and the first picture is the highlight of the movie. <laughs> I suppose I gotta um, do it now. No, I just sent it to you. Oh, okay, good. I feel like it. Oh, wow, this is like... It's like it's dripping off his face. Unsettling <laughs> as hell. And it just, it makes no sense. Like, the, the movie is bizarre where... It's like they're, 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 they invested in a baby elephant. Because they need the the publicity because the circus... Okay, so the dad gets home from war. Okay. He's missing an arm. 
but he was a he was like the best trick horse rider in the in the country. So he goes back to the circus because that's his job. And his daughter's like, I don't want to work in the circus. I want to study science. And the dad's like, okay. And then it turns out they half the half the circus died from the flu. And then and his wife died, and so they sold the horses because no one could ride the horses. And it's like, what is this movie about? So they invest in the baby elephant, and then the baby elephant's born, and it has big ears. So they're like, we can't let anyone see this elephant. It's apparently it's not cute enough. I don't know. I didn't understand the <laughs> the issue. So what's the original plot to Dumbo? Is I guess the other question because I know like it's under an hour and a half for sure. Like it's a really short animated thing. So it, it basically, I, I my understanding is that Dumbo is like it's the same thing where Dumbo's this freak elephant and everyone makes fun of him. Okay. So he's sad. And then he like runs away from the circus and he's sad, but he realizes that he can fly because he has these dumb ears. And so flying means he's special. And the moral of the story is that Dumbo thinks that he needs the feather to make him fly like Super Mario. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, that's not true. You don't need the feather. You can fly because you're special. Hear that, kids? You're special. You can fly. Go jump off a roof. So that messaging is completely removed from the new movie. Because there's no mouse character. They replaced the mouse with the girl that likes science, but she's stupid and doesn't actually offer a lesson. That was the thing that I remember seeing where people were like, Hey, Disney, uh, strong female characters need to be more than just like, I like science. Now I'm a strong female character because STEM. It's like there actually has to be something to them well and she's also wrong all the time what's weird is like somebody asks like how did you get this elephant to fly and then the little girl will say the scientific method mm. and they, no you did that's not how you got the elephant to fly how does a just, script like this get approved that's what's confusing me I, and i heard this interesting story that there's a little girl and a little boy and the little boy doesn't do anything and someone found out that apparently the little boy wasn't even in the story. They just, they wanted to replace the mouse character with the little girl because there's no talking animals. Okay. But then they realized the little girl can't have a conversation with the elephant that's not going to talk back. So they just inserted the little boy so that she has someone to bounce lines off of. Huh. But their lines are so pointless because all she does is like stand there and really flatly explain things that you could see by watching. So it's like, he's sad. He wants to go inside. He's happy. And it doesn't contribute much. How old is the girl? Uh, I don't know, 12? So do you think she's like old enough to realize that she was in a shitty movie? I don't I don't think so, because honestly, filming a movie, you have no idea what it's going to look like when it's done. Right. And it's one of those so... things where, like, like you're 12, you get, you get cast in a fucking Disney movie, right? Like, that's got to be, like, this huge thing. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then it's, like, the Tim Burton Dumbo, and it's like, oh, oops. And, dude, I like Tim Burton, and I like those Alice in Wonderland movies that aren't good. Like, Tim Burton makes me happy. Sure. I like this sad clown makeup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still looking at it. <laughs> oh, and then, you know the racist um, crow song from uh-huh. the cartoon? So they, they were able to adapt that in a cute way where they, they don't have a musical number. But they borrow some lines from the song, and they, there's a part where Dumbo goes to this big Disneyland circus, and it's this huge uh, production. 
and the the announcer guy is that guy from the wrestling that would say that thing. Let's get ready to and, rumble. Yeah, and it's like the little little microphone comes down, and like they, they're doing a whole like clown routine, but then the lights go out and the microphone comes down, and and he, he gets the thing, and he's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, you may have seen a horse fly, and you may have seen a dragon fly, and you may have seen a house fly." But you haven't seen anything till you've seen an elephant fly. Let's get ready to Dumbo. And it's like, eh. And that was the only line in the whole movie I liked. <laughs> wow. And if you if you said that and and been like, actually, it's not in the movie. I believed you because it doesn't sound like something that would be in the movie. This is a major Disney production. I know. Well, thankfully, the Lion King will come out soon and make up for it. Oh, so, uh, I I don't know if I'll even watch that. I'll wait till it's out on DVD. I was willing to bother with Dumbo. I don't know if I have it in me for Lion King. I'd rather just watch the regular Lion King. Like, the part of the charm of the Lion King is it's a fucking gorgeously animated cartoon. I, I The CG looks good. I just don't, I, we've talked about this, I don't think the, the songs are going to translate super well. So I'd heard I heard they, they, they did well with Aladdin, but like I guess Aladdin borrowed a lot from like Bollywood aesthetic, and so, which to me is like the right way to do it. Yeah, I kind of like that. Um, so I, I almost kind of want to see that now, just to see like how they pull it off. I was, I was watching a Jenny Nicholson video on Dumbo. Oh, she's fun. And she, she opens the video. Her first line is, "Did anyone else see Dumbo? Just me? Okay." And. <laughs> She she has some really good points and and some enlightening perspectives that I missed, but my favorite part at the end is that she wrote down some of her favorite lines from the movie, and one of the lines and this is this is literally a line from the script that was said in the movie. You beautiful one armed cowboy, you've made me feel like a child again. Wow. And without the context, it sounds so out there that you have no idea what the movie's about. Well, it sounds like the dad jerking off one person at a time instead of two. So there is a happy ending. <laughs> you just rolled by that. <laughs> there is well, no, a happy no, ending. That's a good joke. No, it plays off of that <laughs> because he gets a robot arm. Oh, which means he has two hands to do whatever he needs to do two hands with. One of them's so cold. <laughs> yeah, it is. You can put it on like the microwave first, warm it up. <laughs> And I don't understand how he got a robot arm. Well, the the girl's into science. She probably used the scientific method. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're you're probably actually right. Who wrote the script? Uh, uh, <laughs> a, a learning AI. <laughs> I. <laughs> that's that's kind of what it sounds like. Um, let's go to IMDb slash Dumbo. Dot Dumbo. Dot org. Dot org. Um, wow, I'm making here... like, lots of weird clicks tonight. How do you find who wrote a movie? I, uh... Because this whole, this website's stupid. It used to be so easy to read. I could see Dumbo film. Let's see if Wikipedia has the answer. Oh, you know what? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. So... Screenplay by Aaron Aaron Kruger. Kruger. Who's Aaron Kruger? Let's find out. Let's let's. I'm gonna search him on Wikipedia. No, he's been around since 1998. I'm sorry. 
three Transformers movies. The Ring Oof. 2. Reindeer Games. Scream 3. The Brothers Grimm. I think I saw that and it was okay. So. Have I seen Blood and Chocolate? That sounds familiar. Oh. Well, it's based on a, a young adult novel, so it's probably terrible. Oh, Tin Man. You know what's funny? Tin Man is actually good. It, it's. Hey, do you know what Tin Man is? Yeah, he's from the, from the Alice in Wonderland, right? Yeah, but do you remember the show? No. So it was interesting because it was like this, it was a different kind of take. And like the, the Tin Man wasn't literally made of metal. He was like this hard-boiled film noir detective where he was just like so serious that they call him the Tin Man. Sure. And it was just like dark, gritty reboot of a children's story the same way that Dumbo is supposed to be. Like it's a very Tim Burton-y kind of thing. And so it's just strange that they couldn't make this more interesting. I don't know. I mean, if you look at his filmography and you're just like, oh man, he did a lot of Transformers movies. And then I look at some of the people I follow with comic books and it's just like, you could have interesting stories, but then you also did all of these Top Cow books. So maybe, I'm not sure where I'm going with that other than it just seems like bad writers are going to be bad writers no matter what kind of ideas they come up with. Oh, so here's some Smash Brothers news. Okay. They're getting VR support. Huh. So you can play Smash Brothers in VR. Eat. That's all. Well, my brother could beat me in VR. Oh, you can be a pirate and be VR. This is so stupid. I'm watching this video and it's like, I don't want to see this. And I really like VR, but this isn't a good application. Hmm. I will watch. Oh, well. Oh, they're being ice climbers. You can't win them all. So wait, is it because is it VR because the camera's in a weird position? Well, it's VR because you're wearing a VR headset and looking at the 3D view. That'd be a horrible way to play this game. Yes. <laughs> Show Joe and ask him what he thinks this this means for the competitive scene. <laughs> I like all the top comments. This is literally so dumb. <laughs> I will click on the like button. <laughs> Sorry, this is. I regret bringing this up. Well, that was oh, fun. That was fun. Well, you know, Chad, I think we both learned something about ourselves. Yeah. And, um, and if neither of us uh, kill ourselves, we'll have another show next week. Yep. You want to have a good old glad space sharing? Yeah, I feel like the, to, to stay on, on theme with this episode, I want to have a really dumb glad space. And I got to find it. It's uh, Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live skit. Um with Peter Dinklage in it. Um, if you Google SNL Space Pants, it'll be the first thing. That's a great sentence. And uh, the the setup is that there's these mobsters at this at this diner. They're arguing with some other mobsters. They're, they're gonna ready to kill them. And then the music at the diner starts, and it's Peter Dinklage doing weird a weird techno song called Space Pants, where he just kind of yell sings about his pants. Which are, are are space pants? Like they got you know space themed on them, their paintings or whatever. And it's really dumb. But Dude, I love his dance. But it's really funny. And my dad's been like quoting it for the last like four weeks because he's a weird <laughs> man. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It just it brings me joy in a way it probably shouldn't. But I quite I quite like it. So <laughs> this is no, no, this is really good. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, Saturday Night Live hasn't made me feel happy in a long time, so this is refreshing. Right. So yeah, like everyone should should go out. It's only four minutes long, so Google Mafia Meeting SNL is the name of the video, or SNL Space Pants. Oh boy. Um, I got a glad space. Okay, what is your glad space? My friend from work, um, because I'm leaving, and this guy has been like, the two of us have been working together for as long as I've been there, and as long as he's been there, and the two of us get through some stuff together. Oh yeah, like we're a good team. That's good. Um, yeah, he's a real good pal, and uh, he, you know, he took us out drinking last week and stuff. So today, last day we're seeing each other, um, he gave me this gigantic bottle of Crown Royal. Oh, nice. So I can just I can just sip on this for months, and it's like you know what I I really like feeling loved because I don't feel that way often, and having everybody at work kind of like show up is like you know what I feel okay. Sure, that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we had an all right show, on the whole. Well, we're we're old and sad. And the world around yeah. us makes us sad. So that was a good thing. I didn't, I didn't talk about my dead cat again, so that's neat. That's good. Keeping it positive. Um, Dead cats are kind of funny. I'm positive he's dead. Uh, uh, um, Richard's cat died. Oh, that's too bad. So that's kind of funny, too. <laughs> Hi, Richard. <laughs> yeah, actually send an email next time. Please stop telling me that you sent an email. Fuck, I feel like my audio is clipping a lot tonight, so I'm sorry if it sounds like shit. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing, so when I edit the show, I'm sure a lot of people out there um, don't appreciate anything I do. I'm sure it's... I'm sure your half is fine. No, I mean, I'm just, like, looking at the waveform, and they're kind of big, so it's probably going to distort when I laugh. Uh... I laugh too loud. It's obnoxious. I wish I, I, I wasn't alive. I don't like my voice at all. It's uh, right. Your voice is fine. I want no. I want to have a cool voice, yeah. or a, or like an entertaining character voice. Is there like a single cartoon character that I could voice? Um. Um. I feel like there's gotta be. Oh, uh, I used to be able to do a really good Muscle Man from regular show. Sure. How did yeah, regular shows? Just... Like, you'd fit in with a regular show crew pretty well, I think. He just he just has like a gravelly voice, right? What's something that he would say? I I don't know. I never. It's been a while. <laughs> hey guys, you want to go down and get some hot wings? Yeah, that was that was good. You know who else likes hot wings? My mom. That was pretty good. I feel like he's a little deeper, but like you had the my mom. I have to practice it. You, no, you, that was you had the the inflection right, and that was something he would say. So yeah, that was good. You 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 got you could do cartoons. I want to do cartoons. Uh, you could be a voice in MLP because it's not like season nine can get any fucking worse. Hello, Twilight Sparkle. It's me, Glimmer Pants. And these are my <laughs> Glimmer Pants. I wrote a song about them. If you'd like to hear them. Ah, <laughs> uh, we have a good time here. I should just make my own cartoons. I'm, you know what I'm gonna do? I'll just do that. Yeah. You know what? That's why I like puppets. It's like it's like cartoons, but with a lot less work. Oh man! Not to get into this, but have you heard of acrylic pouring for painting? Yeah. 
I want to get into that because you can make neat paintings and it doesn't involve any work. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good reason to get into and, something. And you you cannot dispute what I said because all you do is you thin paint down, you put it in a cup, and then you pour it on a canvas and let it dry, and it looks you, neat. Did you see my Gundam model? I don't think I did. Oh, that was I put that together really fun. That was good, but it was also like it takes no effort to snap these together because it's for toy for children. Sure. So I remember once okay. when I was in high school, I bought a Gundam model, and I was like, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to paint it, so I got some like tiny paints and tiny brushes, and I, uh, I I put it together, and I started painting it, and I realized it was really hard, and I fucked it up, and I got really mad, so I threw it away, and I was like, I'm never doing this again. And so far, I have lived true to that mantra, because it's been at least 14 years since I've done that. Oh, it's got to be longer than that. No. I don't like thinking about age or math, because it makes me upset. Well, math is a... That's not worth thinking about, to be fair. This is a neat model. This is a good picture of it. You got the, the, the light and hitting the gold bits. Looks all shiny. The way the yeah, focus this, is on the grass. This had no, like, effort to it. <laughs> and but it's it like, looks good. It looks good, so it's like, I feel special. I show yeah. up my friends, and they, they think I'm very cool, because I'm a mall kid, and they don't have one. There you go. So, yeah, there's this... You did a pretty good job with the pictures. Yeah, I think I put more work into the pictures than the. <laughs> <laughs> God, I need to get a halfway decent camera at some point because, like, using my iPod Touch is just miserable. Everything looks like shit out of that. Yeah, but at least that's not the worst camera in the world. Yeah, the one on my phone's really bad because I have an old LG phone. LG life's good. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace and Eat Fresh and Mrs. Freshly's and the other Casper Mattress and Lisa Mattress. And Space Pants. And, and Space Pants. Do you want to play some Space Overwatch? I do, but after one last segment. Let's go to Amazon and type in Space Pants. Oh, that's a good idea, you beautiful bastard. Ooh, there's a lot of selections of Space Pants, and some of them have kittens and pizza and tacos on them. Oh, wow. The, the the $19 jogger pants actually look kind of neat. Well, I found the one I was looking for. Some of these aren't bad. This one is. I feel I like I know which one this is going to be. Where it's literally someone just, I'm oh, man. tall Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Did you I, see that thing on the internet? I thought you were going to link to the, the men's uh, 3D romper shorts space. Because that one looks pretty bad, but it does have tacos. So there's that. Oh, this one has the NASA logo on there. I feel like they didn't pay the money to use the NASA logo properly. Probably didn't. So be a successful entrepreneur and don't pay NASA due money. If you got these like jogging space pants, what would you even use them for? Like, in what <laughs> situation you what. can you wear these? You'll be the funny guy at the next office party and social gathering. Some of these are really fucking neat. <laughs> okay, when when we go when we go visit, I'm gonna go fly out and visit you guys, and we'll all wear our space pants. Oh my god, this has got dinosaurs on it! Oh real? I want the dinosaur one. Yeah, check this. Dinosaur pants. Check check this fucker out. Is there triceratops? No, it's a T-Rex. Not everyone can be the the the, the dumb. Well, this one's got cats. This one's got unicorn. Okay, I did. 
I'm just seeing dinosaur. I'm just seeing like Tyrannosaurus. Triceratops pants. That one's got wolves on it. I could be my. I could be my persona who's not a wolf, but I could pretend. This was just the American flag, which is the lamest one. Yeah, I said it. Hmm. I'm having trouble finding anything. Oh, wait, this one's pretty good. Um. They look better on the lady. Never sometimes. Noticed, never noticed that. Most things do. It's yeah, almost like know, if, honestly, if pretty people wear things, it looks they look better. Yeah, that's why I play female characters in um in MMOs. It's like it's not fun to dress up a guy. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool to be Conan the Barbarian, but it's like I got my shirt off. That's as cool as I'm gonna get. So there's nothing to work towards. But when you have a Barbie doll, it's like, well, I want summer wear and I want winter wear, and then the sporting. It, it was so funny on Final Fantasy in the player housing district. They added a swimming area, so now there's like a little pool, and everybody's like, "Why aren't you putting like gameplay stuff in, like a raid or a dungeon or something to do?" And then other people are just like taking photos of their beachwear, but it's by the pool. <laughs> it's like this is all I wanted was a good photo op. Sure. Oh boy. So you gonna play some Space Pants Overwatch? Yeah, let's play some Space Pants Overwatch. Before I, we do that, I want to say I love all you guys listening out there. Mwah. I love you. I'm actually really tempted to buy my dad a pair of these because he keeps quoting the damn space pants thing. Oh, just do it. Don't even tell him. Just like have it show up at his house. But uh, I'll think about it. They're not. They're not that expensive. Where's no, they're the not. Size. For, I don't have to get like for like a gag large, gift. Though. You could do a lot worse because you can. I mean, you can wear it on laundry night, and you're getting use out of it. Yeah. And you can bug the misses. I love that, like, this is a thing I can just go buy on the internet. Like, you know what I want is some space pants. It's like, oh, there's, like, 500 pages of fucking space pants. <laughs> That's, you know, now you put it that way. The, the internet's truly a marvelous thing. I mean, there's so many things wrong with the world. But at least there's capitalism. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc.